the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Some of you may be old enough to remember a movie called Aaron Brockovich. Uh, Aaron Brockovich is a movie about a whistleblower named Aaron Brockovich. Uh, She was from California, and she spoke out about contamination of groundwater in Hinkley, California. Mm, Sound familiar? Yeah. Uh, now, this was a an electric company or a gas... It was a gas company, Pacific Gas and Electric. And Aaron Brockovich alleged that, boy, there are a lot of people out here in Hinkley, California getting sick. I wonder if it has anything to do with this company where uh, wastewater from the plant was discharged into unlined pon- uh, ponds at the site. And then it got into the groundwater affecting an area approximately two square miles. So Aaron Brockovich blew the whistle on this, and there was a big settlement as a result of it. So I did a little research on this. Uh, She brought this forward in 1993, okay? The case was settled in 1996. Now here's the part that really caught my eye. The plant was built to connect Hinkley, California to the San Francisco Bay Area. And the water was discharged into the groundwater between 1952 and 1966. So do the math. 1966, the latest that they discharged this groundwater into areas where it was later found. She blew the whistle in 1993. The case was settled in 1996 for $333 million, largest settlement ever paid, a direct action lawsuit in U.S. history. That's 30 years, 30 years after the water was pumped into ponds and the ground. 30 years. And it was not vinyl chloride, not stuff that they used in World War I to create poisonous carcinogenic gases. And I got to give a tip of the hat here. Well, by the way, here's here's Aaron Brockovich. She's on Fox uh, today. Now she's been a crusader for these kinds of things ever since. Okay, so she made her bones as somebody who brought this to bear. Big settlement gives her credibility. She's a consumer advocate. She's now a lawyer. Listen to how she characterizes what she has seen so far in East Palestine, Ohio. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this in the 30 years that I've done this. The lack of information, the lack of transparency, the confusion, not actually seeing any data sets. What are you looking for? What are you not looking for? I mean, my gosh, February 3rd, we have a large train derailment that's carrying toxic chemicals. By the 4th to the 5th of February, these people are being evacuated, shelter in place. It's danger. They don't know where to go. They're confused. People 
people are emailing me what's happening and then it's all clear it's safe to come home oh on second thought you can be here the water's contaminated now the water's not contaminated it's like are you kidding i feel so much for this community i think all of us can put ourselves in that position so uh she was asked and i thought this was a really good question okay you've been through this thing in california that gave you your reputation and there's a long list you look up her bio there's a ton of other cases that she's been a part of because when something like this happens people reach out to her hey this you did it before help us help us what should we do so dana perino asked her what should have been done in this situation in east palestine i think but unfortunately, with a spill like this and when you have an evacuation, it is incumbent upon them before they ever let the community back to be absolutely certain it's safe to clear all the land. You know, look at the soil, look at the water, look at the air. We still have fallout from the fire. And that wasn't done. And. In a situation like this, it's always better to step up front and say, I'm not certain, but in an abundance of caution for your safety, I know you're not going to like this. We need you to stay out of the area a little bit longer. So we're just not getting the information that's giving any of us assurance that it was, in fact, or is at this moment, safe. Yeah, and again, this underscores just how callous and tone deaf the people from Norfolk Southern were to prioritize well, how quick can we get the trains back going through there how can we how quick can we get them going going back through there that's a really 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 bad look so we'll see it seems to me like the state of ohio wants the feds to take this over and you would think this like put yourself in the position of the people there aren't you lucky that when this happened You have a presidential administration that has made one of its cornerstones caring for the climate. If anybody would be about making sure the groundwater in and around East Palestine, Ohio, would not be contaminated, would it be the Biden administration, right? Like, lucky for you, East Palestine, that voted 70% for Donald Trump. Lucky for you that Donald Trump's not still in office because he thought the whole climate thing was mm, overstated to say the least, right? But now you have Joe Biden, and you have Pete Buttigieg, and you have, well, even Greta Thunberg. Has Greta weighed in on this yet? Has Biden weighed in on this yet? No, he hasn't. He has more important things to duck and dodge, like random aircraft floating around over our country. He's ducking that. He'll get around to ducking the East Palestine train thing a little bit later, once he finishes ducking. The UFO phenomenon, which, by the way, they're saying Biden now is going to talk on Monday or Sunday before he leaves for Poland. Only a week he's kept us waiting for an answer to shooting down three other unidentified flying objects over the United States of America or close. Only a week. Wow. Um, Here's a cross-section of women from East Palestine over the past day or so voicing their concerns. I wake up every day. I've been sick with my upper congestion. This morning I woke up with my eyes swelled. My kids, um, we're just running in to grab something, and then we're going back to Grandma's house because they keep breaking out in rashes. I work mm. by the rail track, and I have experienced headaches and coughing. I try not to go outside because every time I go outside, my throat gets scratchy. That's really awful. 
I mean, I have uh, some daughters who have some skin issues related to Lyme disease, and it, it's it's really, really tough. And if this just came out of nowhere, you don't want to be told you're crazy, and you don't want to be ignored. And by telling people, oh, you got to evacuate. Oh, look out. This thing might blow up. There might be bullets launched a mile in the radius of East Palestine. Oh, wait, a day later, well, you're safe. Come on back. But it's still burning. I still see smoke. I still smell smoke. I have a headache. My eyes are watering. I have a scratchy throat. One, kid, one guy said his, his son has a nosebleed. So it's manifesting itself in a lot of different ways. And all the authorities there are saying, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, you might smell something. Eh, it's good. You're fine. No worries. 30 years. 30 years from the time that the Aaron Brockovich case in Hinkley, California, was filed since they started putting the contaminated water into the groundwater. 30 years. I understand why they are upset. I definitely understand it. Now, um, Norfolk Southern, to me, could set aside $25, $50 million just to... in. It would be a good faith way of saying, we're not going to run from this. We don't know what it's going to cost, but we have the money. We're going to appoint, we're not going to appoint anybody. We're going to allow a group of community leaders to come together and reach an accord on who should be appointed as the trustee of this fund to hear claims over the next, I think at this point, undefined period of time. Norfolk Southern needs to do something that conveys a good faith effort not to get back to business as usual, not to shunt this aside, not to push it under the rug, not to say, okay, let's pay for hotel rooms for what, a week? Like, I thought it was a really bad look by Norfolk Southern initially to come out with a press release saying, we've given over a million dollars to people. Shut up. A million dollars? To 700 families when 250,000 of it went to the fire department? Great. Fantastic. You gave 250,000. That's wonderful. But you can't give $1,000 to every family and go, hmm, nothing to see here. Everything's fine. I think we gave you the stat yesterday that we'd had... Was it 80 kids under 18 murdered in the city of Columbus over the last three years? Uh, Not to fear. Our city is going to throw a bunch of money at the problem, and we are going to do away with all kinds of issues that plague our community. I know this because I'm reading a headline in the Columbus Dispatch. Columbus Safety Collective says city's $1.2 million for non-police response is a significant step. Well, sure it is for the Columbus Safety Collective. I mean, what could you do with $1.2 million? Now, they asked for $10 million. <laughs> Ask high. Ask high. And then settle for something a little bit less, right? Like, be honest. When you were a kid and you wanted to uh, stay out till midnight or 1 a.m., did you ask mom or dad, hey, can I stay out till midnight or 1 a.m.? No, you said, hey, can I stay out till 3 a.m.? And mom or dad said, 3 a.m.? Are you crazy? 1 a.m. And you acted like, oh, man, bummer. Well, that's what they're doing. They're asking for $10 million. They're happy they got 1.2. What are they going to do with it? Oh, oh, they're going to uh, create. Check out their list of priorities here. 
create a, number one, anti-racist, of course, health-centered, non-police emergency response system in Columbus. You feel better? Like, you know, let's flashback to uh, when Micaiah Bryant, the 15-year-old girl with the knife rushing another girl. We're going to call, we got a little dispute over here on this side of town. We got a girl out of control. She's a minor. Okay, let's bring in the anti-racist, health-centered, non-police emergency response system. Fantastic. And you roll up in your pink car with flowers on it, and here she comes with her knife, and you uh, do what? I don't know, but hopefully you'll be okay. The girl in the pink jumpsuit who she was rushing with a knife might not end up coming out of that altercation in a good spot. But you got your $1.2 million. Now, they had a big meeting last night at the Venture Suites on the Near East Side. About 50 people attended. And it sounds to me like quite the meeting. Quite the meeting. Let me give you a flavor of what uh, some people were saying <laughs> at this meeting. A five-person panel talked about policing alternatives that range from concerns about who else to call but police to one person calling for abolishment of the division of police. Uh, Her name was Hannah Ortiz. She's a member of the Black Abolitionists Collective of Ohio. Now, that's kind of curious to me that a member of the Black Abolitionists Collective of Ohio would be part and parcel of an organization creating an anti-racist organization. The Black Abolitionists sound a little racist to me. Just saying, when you're dividing people along racial lines, how are you anti-racist? I know I ask these questions. No one else does. Hannah said, for me, it really starts with the absolute abolishment of the police. They don't prevent trauma. They cause it. Ask the girl in the pink jumpsuit if that officer rolling up when he did, acting out his training in perfect accord with the way he was taught at the police academy. Ask that girl in the pink jumpsuit who didn't get stabbed in the neck or chest if uh, they prevented a little trauma that day. I think they did. Uh, Caitlin Hansen, executive minister for United Methodist Church for All People. Oh, I can see the rainbow flag flying out front right now. Talked about how so many people who sleep at her Columbus Southside Church have experienced previous trauma because of interactions with police. I have a question. I have a question, Caitlin. How many of them experienced their so-called trauma because they were engaged in illegal activity at the time? Drug abuse, beating someone up, loitering. Is that, po- is that remotely possible? I think it's remotely possible. She said, last week we had a touchy situation. Who are we going to call? I know you all said Ghostbusters, didn't you? No. We sure don't want to call the cops. I've got a sanctuary full of people who have experienced trauma. But we know we need help. Here's an idea. They're in the sanctuary of your church. Have you hit them with the gospel? That might be a good idea. Caitlin Hansen, come to me, all you uh, who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my burden upon you, for I, uh, my burden is light. My yoke is easy. You will find rest for your soul. Have you, have you broke that out on them? Told them about the love of Jesus? Or are you looking for $1.2 million for your anti-racist, health-centered, non-police emergency response system? Hmm. Uh, Tabitha Woodruff is an attorney with Disability Rights Ohio. She says people with disabilities suffer the most 
from police brutality and police murder. Huh? I got to think that would show up on social media. Everybody has a phone in their hand, in their pocket, with a camera on it, video capabilities. I got to believe, Tabitha, if people with disabilities suffer the most from police brutality and police murder in an era where everybody's looking for a piece of video that will make the victim on said video, the next George Floyd cause celeb, I got to believe if people with disabilities were suffering the most from police brutality and police murder, we'd have video of that. I I, I just think we would. I don't think I see any of it. Certainly none of it emanating from Columbus, Ohio. So these people are a bunch of woke fools. And you will be, I know, not the least bit surprised to find out that the $1.2 million they are getting is not the end of the largesse that they are receiving. Come on down, Mayor Andrew Ginther, who has allotted... $3.5 million from the city's existing alternative crisis response program to this team of grifters. $3.5 million. Man, he never runs out of dough to give to people who have an anti-police axe to grind, does he? He can't wait for a verdict in a police shooting lawsuit. He's doling out dollars to anybody and everybody who's got an axe to grind with police. So by my calculations, my West Liberty Salem High School math, that's $4.7 million. Still not as much as Andrew Ginther gave to the so-called victims from the George Floyd riots in downtown Columbus who barked about police causing them all kinds of emotional and physical harm. Remind me again, how many of those police officers, after being looked at on video and after having charges filed, how many of them were found guilty of anything? Oh, that would be right. Zero. Zero. None. Not a one. But Andrew Ginther was there, the $6 million man. Only this time it wasn't Andy Ginther with the bionic legs and arms. It was Andrew Ginther doling out the $6 million. Tax-free, by the way. What a great grift it is to allege harm by Columbus police. I don't know. Can you sue an anti-racist, health-centered, non-police emergency when you get stabbed because the person there wasn't smart enough to call 911? but called a social worker? Can you can you sue them? I don't know. I don't know if the money's tax-free. Uh, but I know this. It won't work. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.